Welcome, 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 one and all. It is Saturday. I was about to say September. I was about to say September, and then I was about to say October. It is Saturday, July thirty first, and you know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. I am the King of Kings, Jeremy Pierce, and welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm excited. I'm excited. I was uh, I ran into one of my best friends yesterday. Uh, we just started talking about you know wrestling because we're wrestling fans, and it's just it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. And because of my love and passion for this, so it's allowed me to do this. I'm happy about that. So with that being said. Uh, last week we looked at let me bring up my outline. I you know I'm better than this. Last week we uh looked at the NXT conundrum. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of things going on in NXT and through no fault of their own. It's all Vince's fault. You can go check out that episode. But today we are going to be looking at AEW Rampage. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh AEW's got their third hour of TV coming soon and we got to just we, we got to we got to go over today we got to go over um essentially what is rampage what should happen on the show what can't happen but also we'll take a look at two of the most famous second shows in wrestling history and that would be SmackDown and infamously wcw thunder uh but with that being said you know what's next so just go on and hit my music So, our, our <laughs> the news. <laughs> so, first things first, obviously, we got to talk about Becky Lynch's eventual return. Now, as you know, she's been on maternity leave. She had a healthy baby girl. Uh, she was at Money to Bank training, running. She interacted with the fans. And Logic says she will be moved over to SmackDown because the WWE doesn't really want to break up couples. For the most part, uh, Carmella's on SmackDown while Corey Graves is on Raw, but she would probably be moved over to SmackDown because her husband Seth Rollins is on SmackDown as well. So we'll see. I, re- I originally thought she would end up facing Bianca at SummerSlam, eventually defeating Bianca, but it doesn't look like we're going to go that route. So we really don't know when they're going to bring back Becky, but I am excited for the man to come around. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, and I hope you aren't living under a rock, that'd be weird. AEW has signed Dan- Brian Danielson. I gotta, I gotta get back to saying Brian Danielson and not Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson and CM Punk. So what is, what is the WWE's internal internal 
reaction to um the CM Puck sign at AEW? Well, they kind of just don't care. Let them be their let him be their headache. That was that's what that's a direct quote. I get it. They left on bad terms. I mean, you, you fired a man on his wedding day. But we will we'll see how they will handle CM Punk. This third hour of TV will, tr will help tremendously, okay? And regarding the Brian Danielson and CM Punk signings, USA and Fox aren't happy. Because they're like, yo, you, 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 you already had Brian Danielson. He main evented WrestleMania this past year. And you had a chance to get CM Punk. We we hired CM Punk. They're not happy. And I wouldn't be either. Two of the biggest stars in wrestling today. And you let them walk. We've got... So, remember I told you last week that they're to be they're planning a Queen of the Ring tournament. Well, that will be starting probably around Survivor Series. But here's the thing. Here... I'm happy we're going to get Queen of the Ring. It's been a long time coming. You obviously know Charlotte's going to win. I would love Queen of the Ring. They want to have the finals and the winning match in Saudi Arabia at the next Super Showdown. How ignorant and, and, and dumb can you be? So instead of actually treating the Queen of the Ring like something special, you're just treating it as a PR move. Vince going to Vince, right? Vince going to Vince. SummerSlam in four, four or five weeks will be in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. But Las Vegas has just issued a mask mandate. Um, this is not good. Not about the mask mandate. I'm happy about the mask mandate. But here's the thing. 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 We are still in the middle of a pandemic, people. This isn't over. And the air, uh, the county where SummerSlam will be held, Clark County, it accounts for 80, over 80% of the state's COVID cases. And the state only has a 39% vaccination rate. That's not good. Not good at all. This past week on AEW, they revealed a new fan code of conduct. And uh, here it is. It uh, It is behavior that is unruly, disruptive, threatening, or illegal in nature, including fighting and physical harassment, foul, harassing, or abusive language towards other fans or staff, unreasonably obstructing the view of other patrons and standing in aisles, smoking, including e-cigarettes, and abuse of just alcohol. None of that will be tolerated. Good. Good, 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 good. Um, and an ironic, funny twist, right? So, uh, Nick Gage was on AEW. He had his death match versus Jericho, and there's a part in the match where where Nick Gage is using a pizza cutter on Jericho, right? And he blades him, and they say, okay, and now cigar, we're gonna, we're not gonna go anywhere. He's gonna go to pitcher and pitcher. And the very next commercial, as soon as they go to the picture in picture, is a commercial for Domino's. This was not planned. This is hilarious. 
Um, it's just funny. It's uh, it's funny. It's just it's funny. An update on Natalia and her injury from Monday Night Raw. Uh, it's not severe. It has nothing to do with her knee. Like that joint twisted, twisted up. She had surgery. And it's not bad enough where her and Tamina will be stripped of the tag team championships. So that's that's very 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 good. Um, looks like she'll be all be out for a couple of weeks, and hopefully she heals heals back up because you can't lose a veteran like Natalia. Like remember remember I told you how important I think Mickey James is. That's how important Natalia is. You look at look at the roster, her and Tamina, and I want to say Naomi are the veterans on that roster. Um, the ones with the clear that have seen it all, done it all, and can really help guide in the younger generation. I mean, looking at the women's roster for um, for Raw. Nobody on Raw. I mean, you can probably you can prop Oscar, but on on SmackDown, Naomi, Tamina, and Natalya, those are the veterans. Like if you go down to NXT, right? You've got Candice LeRae, who is Candice LeRae and, and Mercedes Martinez, who are like the mothers of the. The, the women's division because they've been there they're, they're the veterans right so you need somebody like Natalia to be there as for dickhead Vince McMahon we got he hinted that there, there's going to be some more firings and he kind of joked about it too like oh we can keep sending in AEW more talent this man is joking about firing people fuck Vince really fuck him uh, Cash Wheeler was injured during his match, uh, during his tag team match against Proud and Powerful. It was just kind of a freak accident. He's cool. Um, he is it was, looked looked really really bad, but he's he, he's good. Um, an NXT an NXT photographer uh, by the name of JJ Williams for F4W Online, who's been covering NXT for years, has been banned from the arena. He was escorted out. Uh, because he was sharing results, but most people share results. So he said he's just done at this point. And that sucks. But for now, that's the news, and we'll be right back. So let us get into the week and review. Um, begrudgingly, I have to review Raw. Raw is random, but still has structure. It's not a good show. So Nikki Cross opened up. As you know, she cashed the money to bank last week and won. 
she cut the stereotypical I believe in myself promo and I want to be an inspiration and all that bullshit she is confronted by Charlotte and Rhea to sets up a match between Nookie and Charlotte in a championship contenders match uh, as you <laughs> so you, I, I've noticed they've been doing this for like two weeks now um, and the championship contender match is pretty much you know how they would do well the, someone beats the champion will this put them in title contention AEW's been doing this for a while now they're called world eliminate they're called eliminator matches if you beat the champion or if you win a specific match you get a title shot so now the dirty B is calling that's what they're calling them also raw had 10 matches wild right raw had 10 fucking matches uh damian priest beat sheamus in the championship qualifier match which means he now gets a shot at the united states championship okay i'm fine with this we, I, they just let all the momentum damian priest had coming from WrestleMania die out. AJ and Amos retain Omas. I keep saying Amos. Omas retained against the Viking Raiders. Solid match, but we know where this is heading with AJ and Amos. Drew and Gender that there's stuff, whatever. I don't fucking care. Even Marie and Piper Nevin, I'm never calling her Dewdrop. They lose their championship qualifier match against Natalya and Tamina. Um, this is where Natalya got injured in this match. And the main reason they lost wasn't because of the injuries, because uh, Alexa Bliss, well, Lily, I'm sorry. Lily kind of pasted herself into one of even Reed's promos for the Lily Lucian. It was kind of it was kind of funny and cute. Um, but I really don't want to see a match between even Marie and Alexa Bliss. Neither one of them can really wrestle. Sorry. I'm not sorry. Karrion Cross beat Keith Lee clean. Moving on, Ali and Mansoor beat Mason T-Bar. At least Ali and Mansoor have a storyline and it's something that I'm interested in. I don't know what they're doing with Mason T-Bar. I wish you could see my face. Um, Lashley comes out, tells Goldberg he ain't getting shit. He is then confronted by Cedric and Shelton. And guess what Bobby Lashley did? Smashed him. Stacked him. Pinned him. One, two, three. So the hurt business is officially dead, and I'm never going to get over the hurt business being hurt business being dead. Just makes no sense because you know Vince going to Vince. Uh, Morrison beats Riddle, um, and then after the match, AJ and Amos beat up Riddle. So we're we know where this is heading. AJ and Amos tag team titles, RK bro, probably SummerSlam. And in our main event, Charlotte beat Nikki in her championship qualifier match, which means she gets a title shot. Uh, it will be Charlotte versus Nikki next week in a, I believe, a no-holds-bar match for the Women's Championship. Uh, then she beat up Nikki more after the match. You see how... <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Raw, dog. I don't. I don't give, I don't give one iota of a fuck about Monday Night Raw. I don't care. Over on NXT, the show keeps chugging along with quality stories and matches uh the opening contest was pete dunn and Arlie oni larkin versus tommaso champa and timothy thatcher just a bad of people that's like fighting and beating the fuck out of each other and guess what it was a good match um like i said dunn and um larkin won with an assist from rich holland who looks like he's now aligned with them too 
Uh, cool. Wait until Dandy Birch comes back. We got another good faction. Samoa Joe comes out and tells Regal what it is. Regal comes out and Joe's like, this is what we're going to do. I got three pieces of paper here. First one is my recognition as NXT Enforcer. Second one, this is putting me back on the active roster as competitor. Third one, this is me versus Karrion Cross for the NXT title takeover. Regal was like, all right. I swear to black Jesus, if they feed Samoa Joe to Karrion Cross, get this nigga off my fucking screen. Carmelo Hayes advanced in the breakout tournament over Josh Briggs, and I really think Carmelo Hayes is probably going to win. He's he's the clear front runner to win. Um, he's got he's had the most time on TV, and I I can see the finals being him versus Odyssey Jones. I'm I'm cool with that. Uh, Mandy Rose may be starting a faction. Uh, she was seen backstage talking to J.C. Jane and Gigi. Dolan. So I, I'm all for more female factions. Uh, seeing as how Vince didn't want to make one on the on the main roster, so Vince is also a fucking idiot. I, uh, I'm over this dickhead. Like I'm straight up over this dickhead. But I like JC Jane. She had a nice little showing against Frankie Monet. And you know I love me some Gigi Dolan. What else we got? Uh, Caden Cross and Caden Carter beat Frankie Monet and Jesse Kamea after Robert Stone got involved. And it looks like uh, we're back to having a, a, a women's tag team division. So we got Casey and Caden, who I love, who really should be the champions. They're the, they're the purest, the pure teams. Because if you look at all of the... The, the, the three champions so far they've all just been actually know the way the way are a team as well so uh, but now you figure we got the way we've got Casey and Caden Frankie and Jesse EO and Zoe who am I missing um, probably Mandy with um, JC and Gigi that's cool that is very 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 cool uh, Imperium beat Hit Row with some interference by Legato Del Fantasma, and then Legato laid out Hit Row. And next week, we're going to get the six-man tag. Should be fun. Uh, LA Knight and Cameron Grimes had more shenanigans. This time, it was on the golf course. Million Dollar Man showed up and gave Grimes a pep talk. And to the moon, this story this is the best storyline in NXT. It really is. And in our main event, Adam Cole beat Bronson Reed in a solid matchup. But then Cole got MDK'd by Kyle O'Reilly. So we're getting match number three. Okay. Let's do this. Over on AEW Dynamite, we had another fire. Just fire show. It was stellar. Absolutely stellar. Um... The opening match was the five-man elimination match with the, the Elite, consisting of the Young Bucks, the Good Brothers, and Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page of the Dark Order. Both teams got really, really great entrances, entrances, and the Elite win the match, which means Hangman Page and the Dark Order don't get title shots. And this is the proper way to do the storyline. It was it would, wouldn't make sense for Hangman to get an immediate title shot. Uh, All Out is still a ways away, and I can see probably Christian Cage being the next challenger. 
Brian Gage, Brian Cage beats up on Team Taz, and he clearly is the odd man out because Ricky Starks and uh, Hobbs have more charisma and energy to him. It is what it is. Lance Archer beat Hukukuleo. Uh, and even right before that, fucking Tanahashi showed up on the screen and said he wants the championship. The IGW, uh, IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. This forbidden door is wide open and I don't know when it's shutting. Tanahashi. Um, Jungle Boy, Christian Cage, and Luchasaurus beat Private Party and Angelico. So it looks like this feud is going to continue, but we know where this really is leading. This is leading to a Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage feud. Anything we can do to make Jungle Boy a star, I'm all for it. I really wish he would beat Kenny. Uh, Thunder Rosa, the newly signed Thunder Rosa, beat Julia Hart in a quick squash. Not a quick squash, Julia did look good. Julia Hart is 19, but we know what we're doing here. We're getting moving forward to the inevitable with Thunder Rosa versus Julia Hart. I mean, versus Britt Baker match. Let's go. And in, in the main event, Chris Jericho wins his death match against Nick Gage. And I don't even know what how to describe this. Forks, pizza cutters, light bulbs, tables, just, blood, uh, just, uh, just go watch this match. Jericho wins with the Judas effect. And MJF says, okay, all right. Your third labor, Jericho, will be you have to win the match using a move from the top rope. And it will be against, and they cut to this promo that these two did against each other back in 2019, like late 2019. Jericho's next opponent in his third labor, labor will be against the Juice. Moving to Guerrero. What? Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, so good. It's fun. Um, SmackDown had a solid show. Right now, honestly, next to Roman Reigns, the best character of the show was Baron Corbin. So Cena comes out, cuts a very good promo. And... Says, okay, Roman, I'm, he's going to get his match. Corbin comes out, asks for, <laughs> asks for some money. Cena gives him some money. Corbin's like, this is it? This is all you got? <laughs> Let me be a stunt that will put me in Suicide Squad. You're selfish. And Cena gave him an AA. We're going to get back to them in a minute, right? So, uh, Ray beat Jimmy with help from Dom. Dom did the thing that Jimmy uh, Jay used for Jimmy. Uh, so it's turnabout is fair play, and this is even though it's 50-50 book, and this is working. This is really, really, um, this is really working right now. Uh, Bianca Belair comes out talk about her hundred days as champion, and she's challenged by both Z, uh, Zelina and Carmella. Oh, Carmella, God, I love that bitch. Carmella, they attacks. Uh, they attack. Bianca and Sasha Banks comes out and makes the save for Bianca. So a tag match will be set up for later in the evening. Then we have the contract signing. So Roman explains to Finn why why he's doing this match. He respects him. He thinks Cena doesn't respect Finn, but letting Finn know that once he signs, he's going to smash him. He's going to pin him. He's going to send him back to NXT. 
Roman signs, and then as just as Finn goes to sign, he is attacked by Corbin. Corbin kills Finn. <laughs> and Corbin is down bad. And he goes to sign the contract, and then Cena comes out, stops Corbin, and then Cena signs the contract. Now, in a true court of law, this is not legal. And Roman there is just seething. So we come back from the commercial break, and Paul's like, all right, that was funny, that was cute. Cena's not getting this match right, and Paul, and they're like, nah. Uh, Adam Pearce and Sasha and uh, Sonya were like, nah, Cena's getting this match. We, ra we ratify this joint. So this is how we get to Cena versus Roman at SummerSlam. They teased us. They teased us with Finn, because now Finn is fueling with Corbin, and I'm fine with that. Um, random match that I knew was going to happen. Big E, Cesaro, and Shinsuke beat Apollo, Ziggler, and Robert Root, whatever. Um, Seth, Edge was coming out to cut a promo And then Seth attacked him during the commercial break And then Seth cut his promo And was just Seth's on fire right now And explains why he should get, be getting a universal title shot um, This is great <laughs> uh, And the main event Sasha and Bianca beat Carmella and Zelina And then of course Sasha turned to Bianca And killed, killed her So I guess we're getting Sasha Bianca round 2 at SummerSlam I'm cool Our matches of the week uh, Pete Dunne and Ali Larkin versus Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. The Elite versus Hangman Page in the Dark Order. And Chris Jericho versus Nick Gage. That's what we get for this week. Uh, that's the week in review, and we shall be right back. As you know, AEW is get, getting a third hour of television. AEW Rampage. It will be premiering Friday nights on TNT, 10 p.m. The first show being August 13th, which is two weeks away. Um. This is great. This is great. Dynamite is the main show. And now we have Rampage. Rampage will be commentated by Mark Henry, one of the person to be announced. But this is something... <laughs> This is something crazy important. It's, it's coming on right after SmackDown. And let this sink in that AEW now has a third hour of television. Early in 2020, TNT renewed AEW not renewed, gave them a contract extension up until 2023. So as long as the ratings stand pat, AEW's not going anywhere. It's crazy important that AEW gets a third hour television because their roster is huge. Their roster 
their 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 roster grows. Like if you go to just the men's section, it's huge. It's huge, and somehow that they're, they're able to get almost all of these people on TV every single week. Now, mind you, almost everybody in their roster is either in a tag team or in a faction. Let that sink in. With the exception of the women, they, and they finally have like a great women's roster that I am happy with. We'll get to that. But for now, let's 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 really really talk about Rampage. So there are two count them two very important shows in the history of professional wrestling when it comes to the B show and they are Smackdown and Thunder so let's start with the good (laughs) and that would be Smackdown now this is obviously the two comparisons are Smackdown and Thunder. Smackdown debuted originally in 1999. 1999. 1999. It's been over 1,100 episodes. And there have been, there obviously has been some good and some bad, but more so good for Smackdown. Um, Smackdown's here Smackdown was still on Your TV Screen Let's watch a Smackdown last night Smackdown's got to this, we, have, we actually gotten to the point Where Smackdown Is no longer the B show It is the A show So, you want Rampage to get to, you want Rampage to get to that point of being on par with SmackDown, right? To being a serviceable secondary show that is just as important as the main show. See, I don't, I don't even need to dwell on SmackDown for a long time. Let's get to the bad of secondary shows. And that's obviously WCW Thunder. So Thunder was WCW's second show airing on Thursdays. So funny, it was taped on Tuesdays and aired on Thursdays just like SmackDown. Thunder's first episode was 1996, I believe. Sorry, 98. 98. Um, <laughs> a lot of people say that Thunder was almost the beginning of the end for... Was the beginning of the end for WCW. But let me let me let me let me run through some things for you. So 
when we think of thunder we think that it is bad but it was kind of a hidden gem it got less of a spotlight than monday night raw <laughs> monday night raw monday nitro so it was able to do some things and it had some good good moments um wolfpack recruiting sting we quietly got some dream matches legends were able to go over there and just do their thing so how about we look at the good of impact not impact um nitro not nitro thunder sorry i'm all over the place today and i love using the sportster and they they do all the research and it's great uh sting spoke hawk versus goldberg was announced on that show in one of the most infamous moments in wrestling history thunder was where david arquette won the world championship aj styles first ever match took place on thunder that i I didn't even know it (laughs) um brett's last appearance the radicals eddie chris it's just <laughs> Jericho calling out Goldberg. Um, NWO Wolfpack really got their start on Thunder. Kevin Nash, Conan, Lex Luger, Randy Savage. There we got NWO Wolfpack, NWO Hollow. So those were important things, but obviously. There was, there was, there was bad. I mean, David Arquette winning the world championship. Maestro taking on um, MVP. Bret Hart made his last in-ring appearance. Um, British Bulldog Goldberg punching a limousine and just bloodying himself badly <laughs> Terry Funk almost getting killed by a horse and Vince McMahon Vince Russo making a horrible horrible creative decision so be less like Thunder you feel me be less like thunder okay so we ask ourselves we've already asked what is rampage so we now we need to know what what should happen on rampage so here's what should happen one rampage needs to be treated as importantly as dynamite and everyone involved in AEW has stated that that it just can't be like dark and it can't be like dark elevation it has to be where new storylines are made started it has to be 
where I need to watch it. It has to be as important as Dynamite. What else should happen on Rampage? Title matches. And I'm not just talking about like, oh, oh, the title match will always be either for the TV title or for the um, tag team championships. But I need to see a world title match on there. You want to treat your... Remember when WWE started doing main event for like the first month, month and a half? The main roster stars were on there. The top stars, Roman, Cena, Randy, and then... It's a uh, metal. It's a Sunday night heat. Right? So, secondly, what should happen is I need to see the important stars on there, but I, I don't need to see them on both shows. So, while I'm asking this question of what should happen, I'm also going to be asking what can't happen. So, I don't need Kenny Omega on both Dynamite and Rampage. I don't need more Jericho. Let me go back to the AEW roster, right? Now, remember I said how it's really, really large. I need to see some of the top secondary stars on there, like when Cody has a feud, yo, let that feud main event rampage. Yeah. When when Rampage debuts, you have to watch it knowing, okay, I can't skip this. And you have to ignore the ratings. So what should happen? You should make it a compelling show. And it needs to be promoted as such. So, AEW does a really good job of promoting what's going to happen the following week on their shows. Or the week after that. Right? Promote. A, Jericho's going to make an appearance on Rampage. He's going to have his fifth labor on Rampage. Um, Kenny Omega's going to show up. If Kenny Omega's not on Dynamite, advertise his appearance for Rampage. Same thing with Mox and um, Aleister Black. Sorry, Malachi Black, the Young Bucks. You need to know how to move the stars back and forth, right? So what should happen? Well, we got to treat it with respect and honor and dignity. Now, for me, the most important thing of what should happen. It all falls down on the women's roster. The women are kind of treated like an afterthought on AEW. With Britt Baker literally being the only one that's treated as a star. She's treated as the most important thing in the entire division, and I get it. You know how I feel about Britt Baker. But guess what we can have? 
we can get more women's matches and women's feuds onto the show. Not not just not just dark. I want to see Ali Abaddon. I want to see Big Swole. I want to see where the fuck has Jade Carvel been? I want to see Jade. I want to see more Chris, Layla Hirsch, um, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Riho, Sheeta, Thunder Rosa. This is the this is your moment to truly, truly wash that stink off of the women's division and treat them as equals and that and i mean everybody not just brit baker okay you have this roster of talented women all with an, an uh, unique character and personality if you look at that woman's roster everyone stands out everyone so you have this opportunity to really elevate them now here's what here's what can't happen I cannot see bad matches on Rampage I cannot see people not trying and people not really giving a damn you feel me What I am yearning for, what I am pleading for, is that Tony Khan, Cody Rhodes, Brandy, Matt and Nick Jackson, Kenny Omega. You, I, I, I want to see them say, "All right, this is really, really our time to shine." I almost kind of wanted to be a little bit differently than Dynamite as like you can kind of test out new things on Rampage like stop with all of the fucking distraction finishes not a distraction finishes but you know what I mean Rampage has the ability to be something special Friday nights at 10 where the ratings don't really matter because you have the ratings with dynamite you're you're getting more specials you're not competing with anything especially when it's you know nba season rolls around you'll be on tbs and then don't forget dynamite is moving to tbs next year that's not a bad move it's a way for tnt to focus as use tnt as their main network for their drama and their shows and then tbs for their comedies but also to help elevate When it was announced that we were getting Rampage, I was like, wow, two years in and they're already getting a third hour TV. That shows you that TNT is proud of AEW and they have faith in them. That's the most important thing is that they have faith in them. 
I am looking forward to Rampage. And we've already got two special episodes, which are literally the first two episodes. The first episode is will debut August 13th for Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which means obviously Britt Baker is going to be involved. But the second episode titled The First Dance is taking place from Chicago. And um, we uh, we 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 know we know what's going to happen on the first dance. We have an idea. That's what I mean by treating it special. Especially with when you have the signings of Thunder Rosa, Malachi Black, Daniel, Brian Danielson, and CM Punk. Your roster is ever growing. Men and women. AEW doesn't need to sign any more men. Your roster is cool. It is set. We're good. We are. You are good. Okay. Don't sign any more people. You now have Dark, Dark Elevation, Dynamite, and Rampage. Use the roster that you have now. When you treat them with respect, you'll get greatness out of them. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Do something great with Rampage. Do something, dare I say, phenomenal. We are in a beautiful, beautiful time and moment in wrestling. And this right here, Rampage shows just that I would love for impact to get a second show people have counted them out way too many times and yet here they are right in their forbidden door and they're almost the catalyst for it so I'm excited. I hope you all are excited about Dynamite, about Rampage. Let's go. Let's get it going. I am your host, Jeremy Pierce. That is the show. And thank you for listening. Um, I'm almost done with the website. I'm using Tumblr for now. Uh, I'm working on a few things that I'm going to announce on the YouTube channel about what we're going to be doing moving forward. And uh, I don't know what next month's shows are. We'll be, I got to work on that schedule. We have one, two, three, four. We got four weeks. Okay. Okay. I'll figure it out. But. Uh, yeah, that's our show. I'm your boy, Jeremy Pierce. Catch me on Instagram, charismatic underscore creations 52. And as always, Zia Lee, holla at your boy.
Peace. Peace.